QTS 006. I'm recording this on the 20th of January, the year 2024. Currently, it is 6 degrees Fahrenheit, negative 13 Celsius. I'm looking outside right now, and it looks beautiful, honestly. It looks cold, but it also looks beautiful. There's a lot of snow, and uh, the way that the snow looks in the light, I like it. I think it's beautiful. I am one of those people who happens to enjoy snow. I like it quite a bit. A lot of the people who I know dislike snow, dislike winter generally. I'm just not one of those people. I like both. I like snow. I like winter. I think they're both cool. Here's what's on my mind today. I started thinking about this earlier today. I was um, was listening to some music, which was music that I listened to when I was probably in my early 20s. And there's a thing about music. I think that people have said that smell is the sense which is most associated to memory, most able to activate memories. Maybe that's true. But for me, I think my memories get activated the most often by sound. That's the thing that does it for me. I hear something and when I hear it, it pulls in a whole series of memories and associations from the time of my life, from when I first heard that thing. And this isn't, of course, everything. I'm not constantly going through life hearing things and associating it with my past. So I'm, I'm speaking more specifically about things that I did hear when I was younger, hearing them now at this phase of my life can really bring back more than a lot, anything else, the feeling of what it was like at that previous point in my life. And so I was, I was listening to this stuff today and I'm having this experience and I kept on coming back to it throughout the day. It kept on popping up again in my thoughts, this experience of listening to something and having these associations to it. And this got me thinking about a bigger phenomenon that I'm going to try to describe to you. I don't know if I'll be able to accurately describe it. I haven't totally thought this out for myself. I'm thinking it out now and trying to, I guess, do that by talking into this microphone and making this podcast. So there's this tendency that I have and I think that other people also probably do this. I could be wrong. Of course, maybe they don't, or maybe they don't do it to the same extent that I do. They might do it more. They might do it less, but 
I definitely do know that this is something that I do. They'll be, I'm, I'm almost 46. That's, that's an important detail for what I'm about to say here. I'll be, I'm 45 now. I am closer to 46 than I am to 45. I will be 46 in the spring of 2024. So it's coming up somewhat quickly. And, you know, I, there's many times where I'm reminded of the fact that I am a 46 year old adult. Like when I, I hurt myself, uh, the, uh, kind of recently I, I was running and I probably overdid it and I ended up hurting my right foot a little bit and it's not, it's, it's hurting right now as I'm speaking into this microphone. When I get hurt now, it's not like one of those things that I can, you know, take some Advil and it'll be fine tomorrow. No, no, no. It sticks around. You know, I got to be careful. I can't just throw caution to the wind, not warm up, not stretch out and then go and do strenuous physical activity. That doesn't work for me. I mean, of course I could do that, but my guess is if I do that, the likelihood of my getting hurt injured goes up. And if I do get hurt, if I do get injured, that's going to be something that's going to be sticking around for a pretty decent stretch of time, messing around with my life and the things that I can and can't do. So I don't want that to happen. So I got to be more careful. When I was younger, I was not like this. I mean, I think a lot of young people are probably not like this because why would they be? They have young bodies. They don't know. You know, they, they can take Advil and it'll be fine tomorrow or in a week or something like that. And so they take advantage of that. Now I can't do that anymore. This is a constant reminder of things. Uh, this, the, the way that my face looks, you know, uh, there's the, the wear and tear, the effects of time on the human body are apparent on my face. You know, I don't think that I look hideous or anything like that, but I can tell that, you know, I don't look the way that I did in my thirties or certainly in my twenties. I look like I've, uh, I've got some lines, I've got the gray hair and I've earned those things. I've done stuff, you know, but uh, it's there and I see that. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's the kind of thing I get these reminders, but there are a lot of times where I will still, and this is the thing that I'm not sure I'm going to be able to really accurately describe very well, but I'm going to do my best. There are also times where I find myself identifying with the younger version of myself. Like I, that version of me that I was, I no longer am, but I was, I identify with it. And that identification sometimes seems particularly strong. It's not always strong. It, it comes, it goes. Sometimes it's stronger. Sometimes it's very weak. Sometimes it's not at all. Sometimes I, I am not identifying with that younger version of myself. I think at all, really, I feel very distant from that version of myself. Like that's a person who I almost can't identify with. So it's inconsistent for sure. But there definitely are these moments where I find myself identifying with the younger version of myself, listening to music that I listened to and that had a significant effect on me at a previous point in my life. That's one of those things that can, I think, trigger that for me, really trigger that identification with the younger version of me, which is this totally psychic phenomenon. You could be, no one would know what's happening besides me. I mean, I could, I can tell you about it. Like if we were sitting together somewhere and a song came on, 
And I was like, oh, you know, I, I could talk to you about it. But even though I'm talking to you about it, you're not experiencing it. It's me. I'm the only one who knows about it. I'm the only one who happens to be experiencing it when it does happen. And I want to describe what it's like to identify with this younger version of myself. Do my best to describe it. It's interesting to me because the younger version of me was the version of me that always felt like I had a lot of time. I had a way bigger stack of tomorrows than yesterdays. So many tomorrows. So, so many, right? So many tomorrows that I could easily kind of squander time, just not do much. And it was fine. It didn't bother me when I was younger doing that because I have all the time in the world. I'm young. Uh, Lots and lots of things that I can do later. I don't need to make important decisions. I can take my time making decisions because I've got lots and lots and lots of time. That was one aspect of the, the younger of me, younger version of me. Another one was that I felt kind of at odds with the establishment, the way that things were. The way that things were was the way that I was pushing against. I didn't like it. I wanted to change it in the way that I think young people want to change things. And even now, as an almost 46-year-old, I still there's many, many things about the world and social issues and, and myself that I continue to desire to change for sure. But it, it's different now than it was then. Then I had this almost entire, like, I don't know, how do I describe this? It's really tough. It's like, I felt as if my desire to change was going to be an uphill struggle, you know, but I, it was going to be a, an uphill struggle that was worth it. And so I was going to engage in it, even though it was hard because, you know, it's, it's what you need to do. You need, you need to change the world, right? There, that was that thirst, that hunger for that, that I had then. And it was a, a very intense hunger. And at times I think that hunger led to me doing things that I didn't need to do that probably felt like I was making a difference, but in fact, it I was not. It only felt that way in the moment when I was doing it, but no, that's not what was happening. I was not really making a difference, but it felt good. You know, it's like, like going to protest is a good example that I'll put out there here. I would go to protests when I was younger, and I, I felt like they were significant. Today, you know, protests are fine. I don't have anything against them. And if people feel compelled to go to protests, I, I think they should. And I, I definitely think the right to protest should always be protected. But um, I think a lot of the protesting that's being done doesn't really amount to a whole lot. It's a, it, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes all it is is a excuse for some people to go and kind of have a good time, actually. But uh, it, when I was younger... I think that was happening then too, but I was less aware of that than I I am now. But there was this kind of gravity that those sorts of things had because they were fun and they felt different. They felt like, you know, I'm, I'm sticking it to the old fogies, to the man, to the status quo. I'm showing them. That's, that's what it felt like that, that younger version of myself. It was, I was always at odds. Maybe that's a good way to sum up what I think I'm trying to get at here. I was 
I was not the kind of person I didn't, when I was young, I did not see myself as the kind of person who could, like I was a non-voting member of society or something like that. That's, I think that works. I'll go with it. Yeah, I was this non-voting member of society. I could make my opinions known. I could make my thoughts known, but I couldn't, I, I would never be taken seriously. But that didn't mean that I, I wasn't going to try and that people weren't going to hear my thoughts. So sometimes that comes back too. There, there's a streak of that at times that when I identify with this younger version of myself that kind of comes back into my, I don't know, emotional state of being or something like that. So, so these things come back and it's weird, I guess, because that these are very fleeting. These are very temporary sorts of identifying these moments of identification with this younger version of myself. They, they come and they last for very short periods of time. And then like they're, they, they slide away. I don't stay there, but then I can sometimes recognize when it's happened, when I've been like, I felt like that younger version of myself for just that little small bit. I, I identified, I felt like that's more me than the me that I am now, which I think is a much more measured and quite frankly, much more responsible version of myself than I was then. But I, I have those, those little moments and I don't know, I think that this is kind of interesting to think about for me, the way that I sometimes continue to identify with this younger version of myself. It has me wondering if I do it more frequently than I am aware of. Maybe I do. That's a question that's rattling around in my head right now. Does this happen without me realizing that it's happening? Because there are times where I definitely realize that it is, I shouldn't say I realize that it's happening. It happens. And then I, I recognize it right after it has happened. Like pretty much immediately, I would say the identification occurs and then it's just like almost instantaneous, but not quite instantaneous. I'm like, ah, I did that thing that I do where I, I feel like the me that I was more than the me that I am. It's, it's this weird psychic time travel thing that just happened. And now I'm back, you know, I'm back in, in, in the me that I am. Uh, so that I can have that happen, but I wonder maybe it happens in ways that I'm, I'm not super aware of, which would be, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. It would feel, that could be weird. That could be bad if that happens actually kind of weird right like as i'm talking about this now the younger version of myself i have opinions about that version of myself i think that, that version of myself had some good qualities for sure had a lot of negative qualities absolutely i feel embarrassed by some of that version of me uh, I don't know if I really feel proud of it. I don't think that I do. More embarrassed than proud, probably. But at the same time, this, this is cliche, but I wouldn't be the person I am now had I not been the person that I was. That's a thing to be reckoned with, always, I suppose. So anyways, that's uh, that's what's on my mind. That's the quotidian head noise that's been rattling around in my psyche and my, my head throughout the day today. And I just chatted about it with you. 
I'm going to change the subject though from that. We're going to get into something which is a little bit less heavy, but somehow related to what I was just talking about. One of the things that the younger version of me was really into and, and, and the current version of me is also really into is the great American folk, folk art, which is professional wrestling. Some people might be surprised to hear me say that, but I, I'm somebody who really, really, really seriously, truly loves professional wrestling. I do think that it is the great American art form. That is not me being silly. I mean it. I think that's what it is. I think it is an art form and I think it is a a beautiful art form. It's an art form that I, I like a ton. I haven't consistently liked wrestling. I I loved it when I was a kid. I mean, I was a kid in the, the eighties. This was the, the time of Hulk Hogan and the macho man, Randy Savage and the ultimate warrior. And I can remember when the ultimate warrior beat the honky tonk man and became the intercontinental champion. That was, I, I was elated as a child when that happened. Oh, it was, it was so, so good. I could never watch the pay-per-views when I was a kid and, and I was a kid who was into wrestling. I always had to wait for the pay-per-views to come out on VHS cassettes that would show up at the place where you could rent VHS cassettes, like the blockbuster video or something. I would go and I, I would get them there and then I would watch them. So, I mean, I would, I would already know a lot of what had happened because I continued to watch the wrestling that was on TV that had spoiled the pay-per-views, but I still wanted to see the matches. Uh, and so I would go and I would rent the SummerSlam and WrestleMania and Survivor Series stuff that, that was going on. So that was when I was a kid. Then I kind of got out of it, got into other stuff. And then around the Attitude Era in the 90s, I got back into wrestling and stayed into it for a while. And then I kind of got out of it again. And then I, I don't know how long it was ago. It's a fairly recent thing. I got back into wrestling the reason I got back into it is that my, my wife, her sibling, she has a sibling who is extremely into professional wrestling. And when I was talking with her sibling about this, I, I would talk about the stuff that I remembered and then hear about what was going on more currently. And that kind of piqued my interest. And so I started to watch again and I found that I really continue to still love professional wrestling a lot. So much so that at one point I was toying around with the idea of doing a wrestling podcast. I don't have the bandwidth to do it currently. I do too many other things, but I was thinking about it. And I even went so far as to make a little bit of music that was going to be the intro music for my wrestling podcast. So I'm going to play that for you now is my going out of your ears music. It'll be the outro. And uh, yeah, that'll be that. That'll be the podcast for today little bit of music to wrap things up. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Please make those glorious mistakes because they're great. Please don't let the man keep you down because you don't want to do that. Damn that demand, save that desire, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. Take care.
for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. dollars to donuts that after you heard that you felt amped you did and know it you should go watch some professional wrestling i'm gone now for real bye